Welcome back. This is episode two of Faith, Love, and Family. My name is Emanuela Rodenberg. I am your life and love strategist, dating and relationship coach. In the last episode, I shared my journey of self-discovery. Thank you for those of you who took the time to listen and gave some feedback and even shared the podcast. I really appreciate you guys and it was really encouraging. So please be sure to share this episode with friends and family who you think might benefit from this podcast. Today, we're talking about your sense of identity and how that was shaped. Who are you? For me, I was a little Haitian girl who had migrated to the U.S. at the age of six. I didn't speak English. I was unfamiliar with the culture with just the way of the land. I was definitely in unknown territory. I remember being in school and was teased and bullied because I didn't fit in with the in crowd. I looked different, I dressed different, I had different mannerism. You know, growing up as a Haitian American, you know, my parents, they just believed in, in using every color of the rainbow when we got dressed. So my sisters and I looked very flamboyant, you know, when we were out, which made us stand out. Um, I'm not sure in, in a good way back then. You know, before going to school, I was always very self-conscious of the way that I looked. You know, will I be teased? Was I going to be bullied? Was I not going to be accepted because I looked different? Then on top of that, you know, my sisters were always being praised for how pretty they were and what I was not, which left me feeling even more self-conscious and making me more insecure about my look and the way that I, kind of like how I was showing up in the world. School was a nightmare for me. I got bullied and teased so much, I dreaded going to school. No, this made me struggle with my sense of identity for a very long time. I was very insecure and was really looking for validation from other people. I really wanted to fit in, which I'm sure every little girl wants to fit in. I wanted to be accepted for who I was and I wanted to be loved. Although I did not realize it at the time, the real problem was that I was letting other people's opinion of me determine my self-worth. I was letting other people who probably didn't even know who they were at the time tell me who I was. I was was allowing them to place label and insecurities onto me. I was being intimidated and bullied by fear. Then one day, my feisty, fearless Haitian mom said, enough is enough. You know, my mom was the bravest, most fearless woman I knew. I remember after school one day, I got off the school bus and my mom was standing there waiting for me at the bus stop. She stood there with her hands on her hips 
and a look on her face that quite frankly had me scared. Um, and I was like wondering, you know, what, what is she doing here? And she, I got off the bus and she said, who's been messing with you? Point them out, show me them, take me to that person. I stood there scared, not sure if I was more afraid of the person who had actually been bullying me or of my mother. You know, I stood there petrified, um, not really knowing what to do. And I slowly, you know, pointed my finger to that boy who had been terrorizing me for months on the school bus. So my mom took me to the boy. He said, confront him. And I said, uh... No, I don't want to. I I just want to go home. I'm scared. And she said, no, you're going to deal with this today. So I stood there and, and the boy actually had the nerve to push me while my mom was standing there. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, why did he do that? I, part of me wished that he would just have walked away and I didn't have to deal with this moment, with this confrontation. Because one thing that I've discovered about myself over the years is that I don't like confrontation. And I always hid from things that made me feel uncomfortable, not knowing that was my way of not dealing with things and just hiding um, from them. But that boy clearly that day did not know about Haitian moms, and especially not my mom. So my mom stood there, you know, with her hands on her hip as I'm standing there in front of the boy. And he pushed me. And my mom said, you want to fight my daughter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my mom said, push him back. I was so scared. I looked back at my mom. I said, Mom, no, can we just go home? And she's just like, no, we're not going home. So at that moment, you know, it was either I knew that I either had to stand up and fight for myself or I would have to go home and face my mom. And at that moment, my mom had that look on her face was like, um, what are you going to do? And I think I was more afraid of my mom at that moment. So I pushed the boy back. I pushed them and we started fighting. And all the other kids just kind of stood around and watching. You can tell normally, you know, back in the days, this was back in the... Um, Late 90s or, yeah, yeah. And then back then, you know, when kids, we actually fought. And, and it wasn't no gun, no violence. We just fought. And I know times have changed, absolutely. And I would not advise my daughter to do now what my mom had me do back then. But that's just how we dealt with, with confrontations back then. You know, someone pushed you, you got into a fight, you duked it out. So that's what we started doing. So we just started fighting and, and the kids were standing around and normally some other kids, some of his friends would jump in, but my mom was standing there and she looked like she dared anybody else to jump in this fight. So me and the boy, we just wrestled, we fought. And, and at that moment, I don't know what came over me. I found this strength that I didn't even know existed. And I started fighting like all those all those months of him terrorizing me and teasing me and bullying me with his friends, all those came out in a rage and I started fighting. Oh my God. And let me tell you, I beat his butt that day. I beat his butt. And afterwards, you know, my mom pulled us apart and I didn't recognize 
who I was at that moment. But all I remembered was feeling a sense of freedom, a sense of relief. All that rage and anger that I had been carrying around all those months and probably years was leashed out of that, was leashed out of that at that moment. I felt so liberated. You know, at that moment, I no longer felt like that helpless little Haitian girl. I was a girl with the help of her mother who had stood up to her bully. And I was forever changed from that moment. From that point on, I was no longer the easy target for other people's insecurities and um, just like their scapegoat. You know, I was I was a force to deal with. And that's when I really started to look at myself and I knew that I could stand up for myself and not let anyone mislabel or bully me. I started to see that I had a hidden that I had hidden strengths and you know hidden beauty that I had never tapped into before. You know, after that moment, I started to look at myself different because I felt different. Something really inside of me that probably had been beaten down and and pushed down because I was just bullied and, and teased for so long. Something inside of me, a new sense of being started to arise. You know, I started to affirm myself. I started telling myself that I was beautiful because that's not something that I heard much growing up. You know, I knew I had a new, I felt this new sense of value. I felt valuable. I felt that I mattered. I felt that I had purpose. I felt like this little girl that had been hidden and beaten down was finally starting to have a life of her own. She was coming into being who she really was. So I really started taking an interest in myself. I started to take better care of me. I started to being kinder to myself. And I learned some very important lessons, you know. I learned that people would only treat you to the degree that they see you treating yourself. No one's going to treat you better than they see you treat yourself. You really set the bar on how you want others to treat you. People look at your example of how you treat yourself and that's typically how they're going to treat you. We tell people how to treat us indirectly. So when I started valuing myself, when I started respecting myself, when I started treating myself better, others started seeing my value. Others started treating me better. You know, as a result, you know, I started just being different. I started making different choices. I started choosing people that I wanted to be around. It was no longer so important for me to be in the in crowd. You know, I started choosing instead of waiting around to be chosen. I started attracting people who saw my value and wanted to be in my space. I continued to work. I continued working on myself to evolve into the person that I knew I could be. And I, and as I started to realize that I wanted to use my and I wanted to use my experience to help other women get over their insecurities and know their true value. 
The truth is, everyone has something that they feel insecure about. I don't think one ever get to the place that where they feel confident in every area of their lives. I just don't believe that. The challenge is not to let your insecurities stop you from becoming who you know you can be and do the things that you know you were created to do. So even after all these years, I still struggle with some insecurities, you know, like I'm sure everyone does. But the difference between now and then is that I don't let those insecurities stop me. I don't allow people to take, I don't allow people to place negative labels on me. I know who I am and I live in purpose, on purpose. You know, after going through my own transformation and just my journey of really discovering who I, who I am and who I was back then and continue to do the work on me because it's a, it's a, it, you're never done because as long as you're living, there's always going to be new journeys, new experiences, new transformations about you, new self-discoveries that you always discover new things about yourself and how you're going to deal and move on and to grow and to embrace yourself and to learn to love new levels of yourself and to show up in a way that makes you proud, that makes you confident in the person that you are and the person that you are becoming. So now I get to help other women walk through their journey of transformation to help them discover their self-identity and discover their inner strength, their purpose. And at the end, what this means for me is that I get to teach not only other women, but I also get to teach my two young girls the importance of having a strong self-identity from the very beginning. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you just my journey of self-discovery and how I discovered who I was and how I discovered strengths and beauties and talents, things that I didn't know were inside of me. So I hope this episode really start you on the journey to really start looking at yourself and to really look at the Look at the labels that you've placed on yourself or others have placed on yourself and look at, start really looking in the mirror and really asking yourself, who are you? And how did you become this person that you are today? And if there are some things that you don't like, that you will really start your journey to becoming who you know you were called to be. Thank you so much. Hope to talk, to, hope to see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.